It's time for another episode of Squaring Up the Sharp. We are on to week 13 in the NFL already. Uh, things are going by pretty quick. Uh, I'm joined here by Austin, uh, co-host of Squaring Up the Sharp. How you doing, Austin? It's hot in here today, Max. We both were on fire last week. We were. We were. Uh, when you showed up here, you showed me the picks uh, that we had last week in our locks. We did pretty well across the board. Uh, but first things first here, um, we are presented by The Link. Uh, make sure to check out the website, linksports.com, L-Y-N-Q sports.com. Everything's free on there, betting analysis, uh, opinion pieces. Anything that you that you can look for as a sports fan uh, is on there. So make sure to check it out. Um we have a, a regular show here for you today. We're going to recap week 12 and then get into our week 13 picks. And uh, then tomorrow we're going to have uh, Michael Vale, college football uh, contributor, uh, head of college football for the uh, the link. He's going to come on and join us. If you didn't listen to the last podcast, uh, I suggest, you know, just checking it out and just getting an idea of what he's all about because he very educated guy uh but we'll have him on big rivalry week coming up so he wanted to come on and talk about that uh so we're gonna gonna be excited to have him but uh let's recap our picks here because because we both went nine and five and uh did pretty well in the locks as well so what do you got for us yeah max you were three and oh for the locks this week you had buffalo baltimore and the giants the Giants game was a little bit of a backdoor cover. A little bit, <laughs> a little bit, but... Uh, and then I went 2-1 and because we always go head-to-head on the final game. I had Seattle, Dallas, and then I lost with Chicago. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that Giants-Bears game kind of went the way that we thought it was going to go. Just struggle struggle, uh, struggle bus on offense. <laughs> and um, For both teams. For bo- Yeah, for both teams. And the Bears made the Giants' defense actually look kind of good. But... Uh, yeah, a lot of um, just lo- looking back at the picks, there were a lot of underdogs that covered this week, and we were kind of all over it. Uh, both of us, as you said, we both went nine and five. This was, I think, my best week of the year, uh, if I if I remember correctly. And uh, it's about time I hit a little hot streak, so I'm starting to make my way back. Uh, overall, uh, I'm now four games behind on our locks. I'm sixteen and twenty on the year. And you are 20, 20 and 16. Yep. Going into week 13. So uh, starting to make my way back and you've been consistent all year. So. Yeah. It's going to come down to the stretch. Yeah. Uh, we got what? 13, 14, uh, five weeks left. So uh, plenty of time to to kind of right the ship and, and get back into, uh, to, you know, winning some money. So let's start off with, uh, as we normally do, we'll start off with the recap from the, from the week prior. So, uh, week 12, uh, the first game that we had here, which I think uh, we were split on this when we when we made our picks, but the Texans end up winning 20-17. to 17. Um, Low scoring game, Brissett, who had a lot of success in Houston coming in. I think he was 4-0. Yeah, 4-5-0. Uh, 1-0 with the Patriots, 3-0 with the Colts, I believe. And the numbers were, they were great. Uh, he, he plays really well there, so... Uh, I think this was one of the the only weeks that you weren't on the Colts, and, yeah. they, and you paid for it. <laughs> they had, uh, I think they had a late score to cover here, too. Yeah, we'll take a look at it real quick. I know Brissett struggled in this one. Um, the Colts struggled. Both both offenses had their had their issues. I mean, tip, you know. I'm sorry, I had the, the sound on there. Let me, let me make sure that's off. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the... Um, 
a typical Thursday night game, I think. Yeah, just an ugly game. Yeah, going going into the fourth, Colts actually had the lead. It was 17-13, and uh, Houston scored... Uh, Houston late. scored late, late to uh, to pull out the win, and although they didn't cover, um, big win for the division. They're now seven and four, and the Colts fall to six and five. So they have a, a solid one game lead over over the Colts right now. And yeah, Brissett just struggled, sixteen of twenty five for one twenty nine. Uh, they were able to run the football, even though Marlon Mack was out. Yeah, um, T. Y. Hilton was in and out the whole game. They said he wasn't going to be on a pitch count, but he clearly was. Yeah, that we. I mean, we talked about. We watched the game. Uh, I mean, yeah, like you said, they said no, no restraints, no restrictions, and halfway through the game, you see him on the sideline, and the announcer says, uh, "Yeah, just as we expected, you know, a pitch count for T.Y. Hilton." And it's like, what do you mean expected? You guys had insider information because it would have been nice to know. Um, but yeah, just ineffective uh, passing game across the board. So big win for the Texans, and uh, you know it's it's nice to know that they can win without putting up forty crazy points. numbers. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like their their defense has been stepping up. But um, the the next game here, getting into the Sunday games, um, Buccaneers went into Atlanta and beat the Falcons thirty five twenty two. Our boy Jameis still continues his interception streak. Yeah, I think, what do you have, two? <laughs> two. He had two and if, on a first pass of the game. <laughs> you know, we're watching it on red zone. First pass of the game, he throws a – and that touchdown to Godwin. It should have been. <laughs> probably should have been intercepted. Um, but, yeah, uh, I mean, Atlanta just didn't really show up in this one, and, and that's what I was concerned about. This was the game that I, I wrote the article on this week, and um, – the, the thing that concerned me about Atlanta was their offense at home is just atrocious, which is surprising. Because you think it would be better. A dome teams are usually a lot better at home. Yeah, and just their their scoring output. You know, the passing yards are there. They can't run the football. Um, you know, Ryan's going to throw for his yardage. He ended up coming out of the game late. And, you know, for anybody who has Julio Jones on, on fantasy, I mean – Matt Schaub just looks at him. He didn't really do anything until <laughs> Matt Schaub came in. I think he had one catch before yeah. Schaub came in. Yeah, something like that. But uh, yeah, I mean, Falcons went back to their ways, and the Buccaneers. Um, what did he have here? Yep, he had two interceptions, another three hundred mm-hmm. yard game. I think that's six in a row now for him. Yeah, six or so. Seven. He's he's throwing for a lot of yardage. He's just and yet he still hates turnovers. Mike Evans. I mean, now he's yeah yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, we were actually talking about that. The reason why Mike Evans was non-existent in this game is because he yelled at him. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, Winston's on to uh, – he's got 20 picks now on the year. So he's got five games left to get to 30. And the countdown continues. Um, I think he's got a shot. <laughs> I, I definitely – yeah. Um, the Bills beat the Broncos 20-3. to Bills go to 8-3 and on the year. Um, so they, you know – for them, I mean, the big thing is when they when they play at home, that defense is lights out. Yeah, and I know they played the Broncos, but a uh, big story here is that Frank Gore is now third on the all time list. Just literally ruining how do the you, NFL record books. Yeah, how, how do you feel about that? <laughs> it is just amazing. I think Barry Sanders played ten seasons and had that, and Frank Gore's played fifteen or something. Frank Gore's. 36, I believe, right? I think yes. we looked it up. He's 36 years old. He's just 
in 15 years it took him yeah. to get what Barry Sanders gets in 10. He's been just piling up those mm-hmm. stats. Um, but yeah, not much to say here. Uh, you know, it's it's obvious how, how Buffalo wants to play. The thing is for them, making the playoffs, most likely not going to have a home game. And No, it's going to be... It, tough. Yeah, for them, I think the that's the, that's the thing. It's it's going to be tough for them to go on the road and uh, duplicate their success at home. Yeah, and defense usually travels pretty well, but I mean they have been running the football better, so we'll see. But uh, they're they're an interesting team to me because they're just oh. they've been consistent mm-hmm. all year. But they definitely had an easy schedule. Oh yeah, they got the Jets with uh, Falk. Yeah. Oh no, no. They actually they beat the Jets uh, week one when Darnold. Oh yeah, but, so he had, but he had the mono. Yeah, you know. he had mono cell week one. Yeah. So, um, you know, they beat they played who's on their schedule. They beat them. So, good for them. But they're in a position right now where they are going to be that fifth seed potentially, and uh, they're going to have to go on the road and beat somebody. So I, I, it'll be interesting to see. They're 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 an interesting team. Like I said. Uh, next game here, we kind of already touched on. Bears beat the Giants 19-14. Uh, just rough game. Rough game to watch. Ugly. Um, Giants couldn't get anything going offensively. The Bears... Didn't get anything till the third quarter, really. Yeah. Uh, the game was... Giants were winning 7-3 at halftime, and then uh, third quarter comes around, and Bears put up 16. So... The amount of missed field goals in this game, I think there were three. <laughs> I know Rosas had two by himself. Um, and I think the Bears kicker, I don't know how you say his name. He missed one too. Panero, mm-hmm. I think is his is, is name. Uh, Eddie, let's see if I can find it here. Uh, yeah, Eddie Panero. He actually hit both. Oh, but he missed, missed the extra, extra point. point. <laughs> missed the extra point. That's what it was. Which could have could have, could have been a big <laughs> deal uh, going looking at this game. And that, that, that would have pushed uh, this game. Yeah, that's true. So... That's a big deal, but uh, you know, just two teams that are struggling right now. Bears get the win; they go to five and six. But the thing now for them, I mean, they're not making the playoffs, so now it's like, you know, you're gonna end up with that mid mid pick. They're gonna have a lot of changes that need to be made in the off season. Yeah, they're probably shooting for an eighteen to twenty two pick somewhere around. Yeah, there. So, yeah, somewhere around there. And Allen Robinson had a good; and he had a great game. Um, but he's he's the only guy really. Um, Anthony Miller finally did something. I know you were pretty high on him this week in DraftKings, yeah, yeah. daily fantasy wise. Um, so they had the pieces, but again, just not being able to finish drives. I mean, they couldn't even run the ball against the Giants. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's saying something. Um, and for the Giants, I mean, Golden Tate now with the injury, the concussion. You know <laughs> what's going to happen with that. I mean, we were talking about it. Maybe you just shut everybody down. Like, <laughs> just let Daniel Jones play with Slayton, who he has a good connection with. Um, I don't really care about seeing Barkley the rest of the season because I know what he can do. Just Yeah, it's pointless make, at this yeah, point. Just make sure that he's healthy. Get get the other guys in there and uh, and just play the rest of the season out and hopefully go 2-14. and 14. Um, Next game, this was... Uh, Kind of an interesting one in terms of, you know, we were both on the Bengals in this. The Bengals 
played the Steelers this weekend, lost 16-10, but the spread was... Seven. It was... I, for some reason, when we picked, I thought it was higher. Because it was... When it when it first Eight. came out, I think it was higher. Um, but then when they said James Conner was ruled out... Uh, it Juju, dropped. I think, yeah. ruled out. But even with the seven, I mean, we were both kind of right on that the... Uh, the Bengals, this was the game that the Bengals could have won. They easily could have won. Uh, I think they actually benched Rudolph halfway through the game because he was performing so badly. Uh, yeah, the Steelers did, yeah. They, uh, yeah, he he did not look mm-hmm. good. And the funny thing is, too, now after this game, the Bengals come out and say, oh, we're going to start Dalton again. Yeah. It's like if you started Dalton this game, you probably would have won, you know? Well, they um, which, saw the Redskins won, so now they have a two-game lead for yeah, the first so now, game. Yeah, exi- yeah. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if that's what they're doing now because they want to see if Dalton has anything left in the tank. Um, to get any value out of him, maybe in a trade somewhere. Yeah, because they're going to they're gonna end up taking one of those quarterbacks. Um, but, yeah, just, uh, you know, the Steelers, they go to 6-5. and five. Uh, I, I don't even know – I don't really know what to say about this team because they don't get good quarterback <laughs> play. Uh, this guy, Benny Snell, comes out, rushes for almost 100 yards. But, uh, you know, they're just they're winning games that nobody should ever win. Nobody should be winning these games that, that, that they're winning. And, uh, I so think it's that, that defense. Yeah, I mean, the, the defense plays well on a pretty regular basis. I mean, obviously, against Cincinnati, they don't have any weapons. So, uh, you know, there's not – I mean, Tyler Boyd had a good game. Um you know, we saw that one play with James Washington where he just... Was wide open. And then he pushes the guy. The guy trips over his own feet and falls down. It's like, all right, that's that's typical Bengals, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually curious here if it was a... No, it was... Uh, okay. I saw 16-10, and I was, I was wondering if maybe it was another incident like the Bears where there was a missed <laughs> extra point for... Uh, for that would have been a push, but... Um, Just some bad kicking in the NFL this year. I'd yeah, love to get some stats on how bad yeah, we'll, NFL kickers have been. We'll have to look at that because that's definitely that's definitely a, a, something to talk about. Um, it's almost like they should just go to the AFL rules. <laughs> like, no extra points. Everybody has to go for two. Um, because that seems to be, I mean, with all the analytics coming out, we talked about it last week. That seems to be where it's going anyway. Like, oh, you have you have to go for two, which, excuse me. <coughs> I think. Um, how many people went for two? I think what was it? The Panthers went for two a bunch of times. Yeah, that's like that's like their thing to do. Like they're they're the reason why it exists <laughs> because they're the only team that does it. But. Um, yeah, uh, good win for the Steelers. So they kind of stay. I think they're still in that sixth seed right now for the playoffs. Um, you are correct. But the uh, the next game here, uh, Cleveland took it to Miami. Uh, they win 41-24. Uh, so they actually moved to five and six. I think they've won three in a row now. Um, so they're right there too in that in that wild card. They've they've kind of gone in the opposite direction that I thought they would based on how they started the year. I thought that they would be dead in the water. You know, at two and six, I just figured, all right, they're done. They're going to mail it in. But they've actually played uh, and won three in a row. So, I mean, definitely some easier games. 
Yeah, which, you know, and they've got some tough ones coming up, I believe. Um, I know they play the Ravens one more time. Yeah, they and, you know, we, we talked mm-hmm. about that before we before we started recording, but the fact that they beat the Ravens the way they did, that's not going to happen again, uh, I would imagine. Honestly, the Browns probably have the best shot at the playoffs right now. They get the Steelers this week, which is the sixth seed. Mm-hmm. Then they get the Bengals twice in their last their next four games. Okay. I mean, 9-7 and seven is going to get you into the playoffs in the AFC. So, I, I would look at the Browns. The Browns, I mean, the Colts are 6-5. and five. The Colts and the Steelers right now are both 6-5, and five, but I think the Colts... Um, and the did Titans the Colts lose to the Steelers five. earlier in the year? I think they played each other earlier, and I'm, I'm not sure, but... Um, yeah, I mean, the Browns, they, they finally get kind of the full offensive... Uh, Odell output. Beckham finally showed up. Yeah, Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, 10 catches, 148, two touchdowns. Nick Chubb goes up for over 100 yards. Uh, he has a touchdown. Kareem Hunt with a touchdown. Baker Mayfield throws for three. Uh, so they kind of finally got everybody, uh, you know, going in one game, which we just haven't seen. Uh, and The thing was, it's also against Miami, so. Well, yeah, that's, you know, we're going to have to mm-hmm. see what happens the rest of the way, but. The uh, I know we I think we, were we both on Miami in this one. Mm. You were on uh, the Browns. Okay, so you so you had a good read on it. Um, oh yeah, it was, it was I think the biggest spread of the week, which it was. Yeah, and it actually it it did, it did come down to that fourth quarter. Um, it was well, it was it was close. So twenty eight seventeen going into the fourth. So I I thought that maybe uh, you know Miami was was down twenty eight three at halftime, and then they come back with two touchdowns I'm like alright they're gonna, well, that's you know, the, they're gonna uh, make a run and then Fitzmagic doesn't stop yeah, playing yeah well that yeah that's true um, but yeah so the Browns go to um, five and six so they're, they're kind of in the mix right now uh, Saints beat the Panthers 34-31 Michael Thomas just continues he's gonna break the single season uh, yeah record. it's oh, not yeah. even gonna be close in 11 games he has 104 catches and the record is 142 by uh, Marvin Harrison, I believe, right? Yep. Um, but yeah, he uh, he just like uh, I don't even know what you can say about this guy. He's he's in the the MVP consideration right now just because of what he's doing. But he's got no shot to win it though. I, I don't think he will. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Saints kind of had to pull this one out. Um, it was pretty much close the entire way, and the Saints were able to. Uh, get a I think they had they had a late field goal to win this one yeah the Panthers missed a field goal and then they went down and yep yep it was a uh, how far was it here it was a it was a 28 yard field goal <laughs> by Joey Sly and he missed it wide right closer than an extra point yep and then the Saints went right down put together a drive and uh, Will Lutz hit a 33 yarder <laughs> to, to finish it off but um, yeah, I mean, the last couple weeks, the Saints haven't really been, you know, they have, they're they 9-2, and two, but they really haven't been, like... Dominant. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, they lose to the Falcons, um, and now the Panthers kind of make it interesting. You know, these division games, you, you kind of give a little bit more uh, to, hey, you know, they know each other well, so they're, they're going to be closer, uh, but... Um, yeah, the Saints go to 9-2, and two, so looking at the, the NFC picture, you have... The 49ers at the top, and then I believe it's the Saints right there in the, yep, in the two spot. 
So the Saints are uh, at nine and two. They're sitting in the second seed right now, I believe. And uh, yeah, because the Packers lost. So yeah, I mean the Saints could could get that second seed and have a home game, and that'll be uh, kind of right in line with I think uh, Trent when we had him on. He said it was going to be Saints Seahawks. And uh, I don't know. I don't know about that with the way the 49ers are playing right now. But you know, I mean, you never know. Seahawks are are right there, uh, and actually beat them already. So, um, moving right along here, Jets just destroy the Raiders. Nothing really to say about this one, except, I mean, for, at least for our picks. I was uh, on the Jets. Yeah, I think what was I? I was on the Raiders. Yeah, uh, coming across the country. I know you talked about that in your article. Yeah, that was my big thing. Was this was the Raiders' last big trip of the year? They, it was another five thousand miles. This trip, round trip, they're going to travel thirty-two thousand on the season. It's insane. Um, but yeah, I mean, after you know, they didn't even get off the plane. Yeah, I mean, the first quarter, halftime, they were only down ten, but there, there was nothing that. There was nothing that they were doing throughout the game that made you think, all right, they're going to get it together at some point. They were just dead the entire time. Um, you know, Darnold has a, has another good game, so he's put together a couple good games in a row. Um, Jets have won three straight. Yeah. And get the Bengals this week. Yeah, so the Jets are ruining their shot <laughs> at, uh, you know, top five pick here pretty much. But uh, I did see a video of some fans, and they were just screaming about how they're going to win out and make the playoffs. <laughs> so it's going around. I don't know what people are drinking these days, but uh, I'm sorry to tell you, the Jets are not going to make the playoffs. All right, they're not winning out. I they've don't got, see it. They've got too many teams to jump right now. You have the, I mean, the Raiders are at six and five, even though they just beat them. The Steelers are six and five. The Colts are six and five. You know, so. Uh, they need to get nine wins, so they need to win out and then have some stuff happen because of how they started the year. Like, that's... It, it would be a great story. Yeah, I don't see it happening. No. The Browns are more likely to jump in the playoff picture. And the Browns have the head-to-head win against the Jets. Yep, and the Browns are a game ahead of them already, so... You know, it's really like... It's almost like two games, pretty much, because if they tie, the Browns yeah. still have the head-to-head, so... Um, yeah, I don't see that happening, but the Jets are playing well. Good for them. Uh, Lions, Redskins, Redskins win this one, 19-16. Uh, Haskins is taking selfies on the <laughs> sideline. Instead of taking knees. Instead of taking the knee, so. Yeah, I don't make too much of it. No, it's just. It was just a dumb thing. It'll get fined and that's it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that it, it is going to be talked about. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Redskins get the win. They go to 2-9, and nine, so this game between the Redskins and the Giants late in the year might kind of have some uh, some draft implications. Let's go Redskins, right? Yeah, let's, let's go Redskins. Um, but yeah, I mean, to be honest, Haskins looked terrible. Um, he looks like a bad quarterback. Yeah, he just looks, you know, his feet He's are all over the place. Already. He's not accurate. He threw, he missed that, that, that rookie McLaren who was just wide open in the end zone. He just missed him. And... Uh, what was the stat line? 13 for 29. 13 for 29 for 156 and a pick. <laughs> That's but that warrants you running and taking <laughs> selfies with people. I mean, it was his first NFL win, I guess. But, I mean, come on. Have uh, a little bit of awareness about how you played. I wouldn't be running around taking selfies. After the um, game, go run around, do whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. Um, t- 
Titans uh, really put a whooping on the Jaguars here, 40 to 42 to 20. <clears throat> and uh, interesting here with Tannehill, the Titans are four and one. Yeah. With Mariota, they're two and four. Well, so, that's what we said. The Titans are six and five right now, so they're right there. Yep. I don't know how the tiebreakers work out. Work out. I think they're still out of the playoff mix. Yeah, right yeah. Now. I think they're down the order a little bit. But hey, it's you know, there's a bunch of teams at six and five. You know, if they take care of business, they'll be there at the end. Um, oh, one thing, if if you're not following us on Twitter. At Square the Sharp, you definitely should be. We were live tweeting the Derrick Henry updates, <laughs> right and it, we were pretty close to the <laughs> final satellite. <laughs> I think when he had ten carries, <laughs> I think when he had uh, he had like seven carries for twenty-eight yards mm-hmm. or something like that, and we predicted he would have twenty-three <laughs> carries for one sixty something. You got to look that up real quick. And he ended with nineteen <laughs> for one fifty-nine and two touchdowns, and. Uh, you know, even Tannehill. Tannehill has seven carries for 40 yards and two touchdowns. He was had 10 carries. No, he was at seven carries for 20 yards. And we said on pace for 23 carries, 165 yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> That's, uh, it was close. Yeah. We bumped it up a little bit after he got to the 10 carry mark. And, uh, you know, that was a little bit more... Ambitious. Yeah. But, uh, no, he... We were within six yards. Yeah. Right? That's pretty impressive. So, you know, we kind of had that pegged, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, Tannehill's played well since taking over. Not doing too much. He doesn't have to do too much um, because the Titans don't really, you know, he only had 18 attempts, but he threw for 259 yards. That's pretty efficient. Two touchdowns. He had that one play where he just went airborne, and I thought his leg was going to snap because <laughs> he got hit right in the, looked like he got hit right below the knee. That's but, the thing uh, Mariota was supposed to do for them. So yeah, right? I don't understand why he never was able to do that. I mean, Tannehill's always been an athletic quarterback. Well, he was a wide receiver yeah. in college for yeah. a while. So, I mean, he, he can move, and he's got a better arm than Mariota. So all you're doing is, you know, Sacrificing a little athleticism for a guy who can throw it better. I mean, it's a no-brainer to me. And like we said, it should have been done a lot sooner. I think like week two or three, we were asking, you know, when <laughs> hey, when are you gonna when are they gonna make the switch? Um, a few games left here. Uh, the big game, America's game of the week. Uh, Patriots beat the Cowboys thirteen to nine. And I know you were talking about Jason Garrett getting uh, played a little bit. Oh. Jedi mind tricked by the evil empire himself, <laughs> Emperor Palpatine, Bill Belichick. Just uh, There's so many similarities between the two. <laughs> I know that's what's sad. Um, it was big on the punt. Uh, so the Patriots run out there, and I guess they were going uh, punt block. So the Cowboys are confused. They don't know what to do. <laughs> it was just a normal. Yeah. It was just a normal, they lined up in punt block, and yeah. the Cowboys didn't know how to... They didn't know how to stop it. They were so confused. I think, did they take the timeout, or they took a penalty? Uh, I, actually, I actually don't remember, but uh, that was the one that they blocked, right? No, they didn't was block it? that one. Okay. No. Because there was one that they blocked, too. Yeah, so the Cowboys were scared. Yeah. Yeah. Um... No, they blocked one earlier in the game. I mean, the, it was late in the game too, so it was important. Yeah, I mean, the the Cowboys still had a chance to go down and take the lead. Um, that one diving attempt by Cooper that they reviewed, they originally called it a catch, and then they came back and looked at it, and it wasn't a catch. The ball hit the ground and was moving around. But um, 
I mean, the, this was the Cowboys were the best were the best offense I think coming in statistically uh, with yards per game and stuff like that. Um, the Patriots just. You know, they held them without a touchdown. The Patriots and the weather. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I, uh, to be honest, I didn't know that the weather was going to be like that. Um, that would worry me if I was a Dallas fan going into the playoffs because... Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. And, uh, you know, people were critical saying Elliot should have touched the ball more. Um, you know, he did have 25 total touches, but in a game like that, he should be pushing 30 carries, especially in a close game. I mean, it's only four-point game. He should have been getting some more work, uh, in my opinion. Um, and Prescott, you know, has the pick. He couldn't get anything going. I'm curious to see how the Patriots, you know, do going forward because you got to think that eventually, you know, like what happened with the Ravens, give up a ton of points. Tom Brady really has not played well. This no, year. he has not. He's just done enough to win them the games, which is hey. That's the Patriots saying, do your job. Yeah, it looks like it's coming full circle because it looks like how he was playing when he first took over. You know, the dominant defense, you know, taking care of him, getting him to the Super Bowl, and then he's able to make plays down the stretch. You know, maybe that's how, you know, circle of life, I guess. But, uh, yeah, for the most part, I mean, it was a pretty boring game to watch just because there was nothing really getting done. It just sucked because both games were horrible to watch in a 4 o'clock slate with two games. Yeah, and I know, I mean, you were talking about it. They did that for a reason. They wanted everybody watching the Pats. Yeah. They wanted all eyes on this game, and yeah, it really but, backfired on them, I think. Yeah, I mean, the Seahawks-Eagles, uh, oh, no, was the, was it the, the 49ers-Packers was the other game? I thought the 49ers-Packers was a Sunday night game. Yeah, it was. I don't know why. So did they screw this up here? Yeah, they just all threw right. it in late. Yeah, they just put it out of order, I guess. Um yeah, the Seahawks, Eagles. I mean, same thing. Eagles just couldn't get anything going, and I think that we, yeah, we were all me, us, oh, me, you, Trent, was... everybody <laughs> was on Seattle because it came out at plus one and a half. By the game time, it was minus two and a half Seattle. So that was a four point swing. Where if you got on Seattle early, you it was free points. I mean, yeah, it didn't, <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, it didn't matter because they covered no matter what. But yeah, it was free points. Um, Even from a horrible game from Russell Wilson, he played like crap. Yeah, he um, 13 of 25, 200, one touchdown, one pick. So Lamar Jackson's pretty much just run away with this MVP, uh, yeah, you know, situation here because Russell Wilson has had a couple rough weeks in a row. Row McCaffrey, he's still doing his thing, um, but, but it's going to be tough to you, yeah the storyline alone. I think the the Panthers are five and six now, I believe. Um, you, I don't know how you. I don't think you can give MVP to a team that doesn't make the playoffs, even though they try not to. You, you got to be at least like above five hundred. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I guess if you go nine and seven, so there's sometimes some years you can go ten and six and not make the playoffs. And if you're the best player, you know, on a ten and six team, I would vote for you. Yeah. So um, the Eagles kind of they really missed out on an opportunity here because Seattle did not play very well and. Uh, just too many mistakes. Carson Wentz throws two picks. Um, he also lost two fumbles. Goddard lost. So they had five turnovers. Um, and this was their opportunity. If they win this game, they're tied for the division lead right now. With because the big the Cowboys, matchup against the Cowboys coming up in a couple weeks. Yeah, the Cowboys can't pull away mm-hmm. in a division that... Joe, they were talking about the <laughs> How Cowboys. bad the NFC East. <laughs> well, they were talking about the Cowboys and how 
like they haven't beat a team with a winning record in forever because they can't beat a good team. And that's why Jerry Jones was so pissed. He was like, we need a win like this. And now mm-hmm. Jason Garrett's on the hot seat, which he has been for a while. And as Giants fans, they're talking about him coming to the Giants. And if he gets I, fired. I don't even know what I would do. Well, I think we both agree that we would be done. Yeah. I and it's I tough to say. Pick a new fan base. You know, you can say, oh, you're a fraud. You're not really <laughs> a fan then. No. <laughs> I would argue the opposite. I am a fan. I don't want the Cowboys coach who hasn't done anything for that franchise to come here and coach them. You know? Um, yeah, he's got a great record against the NFC East, but if you look at his record against anyone else, I think it's yeah below it's, 500. Yeah, he's just not a good coach. So I don't, I don't know what anybody in their right, want, right mind, I don't know why you would want him to come here. But um, let's get to these last two games here. Sunday night game. 49ers just demolished the Packers. Uh, I think we were both on the 49ers. To me, the minus three was just too low. Uh, I know I know that um, Devontae Adams is back and healthy, but outside of him, there's, there's, re- there's really nobody. That no other wide receiver has stepped up for yeah. them. I mean, this game was over at halftime. <laughs> it was 23 nothing at halftime, and Aaron Rodgers had, his, had the worst game of his career. Uh, I think he. Um, I'm trying to pull up the uh, statistics right now, but he had a, a, 105 yards or something. I know he got benched in the fourth quarter. Yeah, we just shut him down. Yeah, 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 104. Which, yeah, he had uh, yeah 104 on 33 attempts. Mm-hmm. That's that's three. I think they said it was like it was th- it's like 3.2 yards on an attempt, which is the lowest mm-hmm. he's ever had in his in any game in his career. And I'm not surprised that it came against this team because this is what they're made for. It does everything. They have the number one pass defense, I think, in the league. And uh, it showed. Even though, like we said, the Packers are are missing that. Like, they have Devontae Adams who caught a touchdown. But outside of that, I mean, their next leading receiver was Jamal Williams, who's a running back. Yeah. (laughs) And Aaron Jones didn't get anything going. Just just nothing nothing went well in this game for them. And... uh, well, it makes you think that I think the Packers are in a transition trying to becoming more of a running team. But they just, it's almost like they don't want to, like they're resisting it. Like they know that that's the direction they should go in. And, uh. Because I mean, in previous years, Aaron Rodgers makes those number two and three wide receivers look great. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, exactly. it has not been that case this season. Yeah. And, uh, I know they just had a big injury on the offensive line. Bulaga. Bulaga. I think I, I think they said that it wasn't anything too serious, but still, um, that guy is kind of your anchor. Yeah. Um, and then the the Monday night game here, uh, last night's game. Honestly, the only thing mm-hmm. to take away from this is that, like we said, Lamar Jackson is the MVP. The MVP. Uh, he just went off in this one. And another five touchdowns, I think. Five. Yeah, <laughs> five touchdowns through the air. He had as many touchdowns as incompletions. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> insane. And then he runs for ninety five yards. And they're saying that he's, you know, he's on pace for after this game, he's on pace for thirteen hundred, which would crush Michael Vick's record. Yeah, Michael Vick was just over a thousand, so he'd <laughs> he'd pass it by you know over two hundred fifty yards. And, um, you know, they rush for how many yards? They rush for almost <laughs> three hundred yards in this game. Um, Best just, rushing team in the NFL. Yeah, just between Ingram and Jackson, they had over 210. and You're getting 55 from the backup running back. Yeah, they had 285 <laughs> rushing yards. 
This team right now is on pace to have over 200 passing yards on average and rushing yards. Be the first time ever. They were talking about it last night. First time ever, and I'm not surprised because in my lifetime, I mean, I've been watching football consciously for, (laughs) you know, 24 years, 23 years or so. I've never seen a team like this. No, not a team built this balanced. No. Um, And it is kind of cool to watch because it's so... It's so different than what you're used to compared to where they said the NFL was going. Oh, air raid, just throw the ball over the goddamn field, uh, 55 passing touchdowns, and then the Ravens say, well, wait a second, we're going to do it this way. And it's working. Yeah, and they, I mean, they argue, they, they're probably, I mean, the match, and we'll get to it, but the matchup coming up this week is going to be game of the year, potentially. It should be, yeah. I mean... And right now, I mean, they haven't... Uh, when is this game scheduled for? It's scheduled for 1 p.m. I'm surprised this game did not get flexed. Yeah, and I, I don't know how you don't... I don't know how you don't flex this game. What's the Sunday night matchup? Sunday night's New England at Houston. Uh, uh, I mean, then, I guess technically that's two uh, division-leading teams, so I, I guess that's fine. Yeah, but there, no, there's some good games this week, but out of the three, four o'clock mm-hmm. games, you couldn't make, you couldn't at least make it the game of the mm-hmm. week over Oakland at Kansas City, LA at Denver, awful, Rams at Arizona, oh, awful. Oh, there's some bad four like, o'clock games. Yeah, like these are the four o'clock games that we get to watch when you're putting uh, Baltimore playing San Fran at a one wow. o'clock and nobody's going to see it. A West Coast team coming east. Yeah, who's going to who's going to be able to watch that game unless you're in the market? Nobody. So that's just a bad that's a bad move. Um, I'm not sure how the flexing works. I don't think they can change anything now. No, it's really now. Even if they go from one to four, yeah, it might be. Uh, yeah, I mean the problem is you have one, two, three. Uh, this this Oakland KC game should be at one o'clock and just switch it. That's what that's what they should have done. But um, yeah, speaking of uh, week thirteen matchups, let's get into it. So we got three games on Thursday. It's for, uh, Thanksgiving. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, it is Thanksgiving. Um, uh, first game here is at twelve thirty. You got. Uh, I don't give. I don't the care about, I don't care about this game. Yeah, right. Uh, Chicago at Detroit. You know, you got your appetizers out. You can watch the Lions lose. Yeah. Uh, the the problem is, is that typically, I wish this game was later in the day because you know you're sitting there at dinner and maybe you're not paying attention or you're drinking and you're not. Usually, you miss a half of one of these games. Yeah. Because dinner served either early or late. Yeah, I'd much rather miss a half of the uh, Chicago Detroit game, but that's in prime hours, and I think I think that's just how they. They give Detroit that game every year. Which it's is, Detroit Super Bowl. Yeah, they lose yeah every year. pretty much. Um, uh, like I said, the, the Bears are a minus three favorite right now. And uh, the, I mean, as the much Bears, as bad as the Bears have been, I cannot pick Jeff Driscoll after yeah, the performance. Yeah, I mean, this is just another game. I think we've said it a couple weeks in a row. As far as Chicago goes, I'm not putting any money on Chicago. No. Um, but the minus three... I mean, the just defensively for the Bears, they should be able to cover this. Just looking at it mm-hmm. from a defensive standpoint of what they can, how they. Yeah, can. I'm basically just picking the better defense because I think both offenses are pretty inept. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. The crazy thing is, is that 
the Lions have some good skill guys. They do. But they don't have a quarterback. With the Bears, the injury, yeah. the Bears have no skill guys. <laughs> and if I have to see one more shovel pass to Tariq Cohen <laughs> that loses three yards, I'm going to lose my freaking mind. And uh, But, yeah, I'm going to have to take the Bears, too, because, like you said, the better defense – you know, I, that's the only way I can distinguish these two teams. I looked at the over/under, the the uh, total for this game. It's at thirty-eight and a half, which is super low. Um, you know, it's hard. I, I don't I don't really like picking over/unders that are under forty, because all you need is like one or two plays, and you're you're screwed. You, you're behind the schedule already. Yeah, that's so. less than ten points a quarter. Yeah, you have the average. Yeah, which is. Uh, I don't really like the idea of that, but um, yeah, I'm just staying away from this altogether. But for our picks, we're both on Chicago minus three. Uh, the 4:30 game, Dallas is at home against Buffalo, and Dallas is a minus seven favorite. I'm going to take Buffalo all day because I, I understand, you know, Dallas's offense is uh, tops in the league, but the Bills the Bills have a similar defense to the Pats in terms of where their strengths are. Uh, they're secondary. And we we saw what the Cowboys receivers were able to do against that Pat's secondary. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, so I, I kind of, not to the same level, but uh, I think... I think this is going to be... I think this is going to be a closer game. And, I, and I'm not really sure why they're... Based on how things have gone and how poorly they play against teams that actually can win a football game... Why they're minus seven? I don't. I don't. I don't know. This might actually be a game where you bet the Bills Thursday morning, because everyone in that Dallas metro area will be betting this game. Yeah, and I mean, right now the money's going towards Buffalo. If you bet the Cowboys to to cover, you're getting even money right now. But that's that's going to change. Um, you might even uh, get an extra half point. Yeah, and Buffalo on the road. 4-0-1 against the spread. So they, they travel. the deep, Like we said, the defense travels and they come to play. Um, and, uh, you know, just overall, I just, I mean, I can't pick Dallas with a minus seven. If it was minus two and a half, maybe. But I'm very surprised that, that they're a seven-point favorite right now. Yeah, they haven't beat anyone with a winning record. In forever. So, yeah, I, I'm not really yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm going to take that. Buffalo as well. Okay. Um the Thursday, the Thanksgiving night game, Atlanta is hosting New Orleans. They just played a couple weeks ago. New Orleans is a minus seven favorite. Uh, the outcome a couple weeks ago was Atlanta just kind of beat them up. I don't know how. That was the suicide pool buster. Yeah, no, yeah, that's that's probably true. Um, I mean, as of now, again, it's kind of a little bit high. Because New Orleans really, like we talked about, they're not really blowing people. They're not playing the way that they were, you know, four or five weeks ago, where they're they're beating teams by double digits. Um, and and at home, I mean, let's look at their New Orleans road offense. I mean, it's really nothing. It's nothing crazy. I think this is more because Atlanta's home Atlanta's home offense is just abysmal. They're averaging 17 points a game at home. And it's not like the yardage isn't there. They're throwing for over 300. They're just not scoring. 
So it's kind of a... I ignored this when I, <laughs> when I made my pick last week, you know, when they were home to the Buccaneers. Just figuring that the Bucks have such a bad yeah, and they, pass defense. They couldn't do anything offensively. Um, you know, at home, Atlanta does give up 28 points. They give up 28, they only score 17. So if you look at the spread for the way it is, and New Orleans is the better team, obviously, you know, maybe that's the better play. So I kind of I kind of talked myself <laughs> into it. I'm definitely taking New Orleans. I mean... Yeah, Atlanta beat them two weeks ago just to save Dan Quinn's job. And then they go out and have a stinker against the Bucks. Yeah. So. Yeah, you don't know what you're getting. What is this team? How can I pick that team? No, that's a good point. And, uh, you know, maybe it's settled in. Hey, you know, after what <laughs> their owner said about saving oh. his job. Oh, we saved his job. Now we can stop playing. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I'm with you on the Saints uh, at minus seven. It's a little higher than I'd like, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, another division game here, and we're going to start to see a lot of division games the last few weeks. Um, this is where it gets a little tougher, though. Yeah, and this is a good one here. Indianapolis is hosting Tennessee. Tennessee's uh, been hot. Tennessee's been hot, 4-1 in their last five. Indianapolis has struggled. Coming back down to earth. Yeah, yeah. Um, and right now, the Colts are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, you know, both teams six and five, and this is a game that each team needs to win. Whichever team wins this game, they're going to have a leg up uh, going into the final quarter of the season, pretty much. And, you know, this is... Uh, these division games are always tough. Tennessee doesn't play as well on the road. Um their, their offense does actually take a pretty drastic step back. They're only putting up 18 points a game on the road. Um, and, you know, Indy's defense at home isn't terrible. I'm just worried about their offense, you know. they. What are we getting from T.Y. Hilton? Yeah, that's the thing. Um, you know, Marlon Mack was out last week, but they still had – a good running good running attack. I think they re- they rushed for 170, so they still got their yardage on the ground, which is what they want. But when it came down to it, uh, you know, I, I don't I don't know. This is a, this is a tough one. What are you thinking? I think I'm just gonna lean in the just because they're home. Okay. So the the spread pretty much says that they're an even matchup on the. Yeah, uh, it's basically a pick 'em game. I mean, looking at their records, their last 10 head-to-head, Indy owns them. Indy's 8-2. and Yeah, two. yeah, that's true. And they covered 7 out of, seven out of 10. So that's, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty telling stat. And that's um, some bad Colts teams, too. Yeah, and I mean, you do see, you know, what happened against the Texans where... You know, percent plays well there. They win. They've won four in a row, and then they they struggle. But um, I mean, they still they did still cover in that one. Uh, there's no, this the statistics as far as how they play against the spread are kind of they're not too telling. Um, Either way, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's kind of tough. But if you yeah if you look at the head to head matchup, I think I'm gonna go Indy as well uh, with the minus two and a half. Just get that field goal. I think this is definitely gonna be a close game though. Um, where's the the over under right now? Forty three and a half. I actually be interested in the under uh, at forty three and a half. Oh really? Yeah, that seems like 
uh, the way that both these teams play and they just want to run the football. <laughs> like the, the, before you know it, half the clock is gone in, in a quarter. And and then they settle for a field goal, which is is a toss up because Vinatieri can't hit anything. <laughs> so it's you know it's like the, they're yeah ah that's tough. But yeah, I'll go I'll, I'll go with you on Indy. Um, next game here, Jets at Cincy. Uh, average Andy's back. Yes, he is. So. The Bengals are four-point underdog. Jets have been playing well. They put up 30 points in their last three games, which is the first time it's happened in over a decade. Wow. So the Jets' offense is looking good. It seems like everybody's healthy, but their offensive line is like... You saw what happened last week. They're just going in and out. They're getting hurt. You don't even know who these people are that are coming in, and they're, they're, uh, they're winning. So I think the Bengals missed their chance last week and they're not going to get another one this week I think the Jets are going to yeah I think the Jets demolish them yeah I think the Jets are going to have another kind of Oakland type game well Jets got to get all their fans hopes up so they can crush them yep that's uh, Go eight that's, and eight the, that's the next <laughs> the next uh, part of their plan here is to just crush all their dreams I think we're are we yeah we're, we're just agreeing on everything here um all right uh, There'll wa- definitely be some games we disagree on coming up soon. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, Washington at Carolina is uh, the next one here. Uh, Carolina at home is a 10-point favorite. Uh, 10 points is a lot, a lot of points. <laughs> um, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Haskins has been awful. Kyle Allen has not been much better. He has not been much better, but... With Kyle Allen, I think you've seen more sample size. And the thing is that Washington's defense isn't terrible. Uh, so, you know, I expect McCaffrey to, to get get his, but... Can Washington put up enough points to cover? Put up 13 points per game on the road. <laughs> um, so, if they, so if they can hold Carolina to 20... <laughs> You know, it looks like they, they might have a shot, but their offensive numbers on the road are just awful. They're, they're minus 10 minutes in the uh, time of possession. That's insane. They only get 25 minutes of ball time. Um, Carolina, on the other hand, you know, they obviously run through McCaffrey, so, you know, their rushing numbers at home are good. When they're at home, they want to try to run the ball um, and get as many plays as possible. Ah, this is this is just two bad teams right now. I'm not, you know, I'm not really sure which way I want to go. I'm kind of leaning towards not picking the, the big spread uh, and going with Washington because I just think it's going to be an ugly game. Uh, so I'm going to go Washington here. Okay. I think I'm going to take... I think I'm going to do Carolina. I'm just yeah. going to bank on Christian McCaffrey scoring 21 points. Yeah, <laughs> well, he could. I mean, he could easily uh, have one of his games where, you know, you've seen mm-hmm. him go for 40 a couple times in fantasy football. He could have one of those games, 100 rushing, 100 receiving, just goes off, and there's nothing the Redskins can do. Um, yeah, I don't blame you. I just, when it comes to these, you know, two bad teams, I... Uh, Ten points uh, is definitely tough. Uh, ten, I'm not. I'm not super confident. Ten in that points thing. is fine, but not for Carolina. <laughs> like uh, we've had, there have been so many double-digit spreads, and we've taken our share, our fair share. 
I can't do it with Carolina. Um, just not not for me. But uh, let's get to this game here because this is the best game. You know, we mentioned it. We don't know why it's at 1 o'clock. Um, but Baltimore's at home to San Francisco, and Baltimore's a six-point favorite right now. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you take this one first. Since you've been on, you've been kind of a, the Lamar Jackson guy this year. I mean, yeah, I was very high on Lamar Jackson coming into the season. Drafting both my fantasy leagues, and I'm wasting it. Yeah. I'm just wasting <laughs> his performance. But, uh, I mean, both teams clearly want to run the ball. They, I think, what are they, one in three in rushing offense or something insane like that? Um... One and two. One and two. One and two, but, I mean, Baltimore's <laughs> at 211 and San Fran's at 145. So that's like the, that's got to be the biggest. Honestly, between 145 and the team that's last in the league, the gap between one and two might be bigger than two and 32. Right? Yeah, that's insane. I'm not sure what the numbers are, but that's, it's got to be pretty close. It's a 70-yard rush difference. It's crazy. But the thing is, I like San Francisco's defense a little bit better. I know the Ravens' defense has been hot lately, playing pretty well. I think they're the number one pass, uh, the Ravens, um, over the past few weeks. Not for the season, but over the past few weeks, they've been shutting down the pass. I mean, look at this. They don't give up any rushing yards either. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. San Francisco's defense is number one against the pass. Um, but, but, yeah, like you said, Baltimore's played very well. So which way are you leaning? I'm going to go San Francisco. I'm going to take the points. Six points is a lot for, I would say, two evenly matched teams. Yeah, um, it definitely is. Uh, looking at the – I mean, San Francisco just plays well no matter where they are. On the road, their defense travels. I know they've had an easier schedule, but – Still. Look at this. Look at this <laughs> equality in the offense right here. Oh, uh, <laughs> 0.2 difference in yards. Yep. Baltimore is averaging 219.6 in the air and 219.4 on the ground at home. Uh, to me, I think I'm, Baltimore's defense, uh, Baltimore's offense just beat you so many different ways. And I'm just more taking the points. Uh, this is a tough game. But it is. It is. Uh, Honestly, I wouldn't put any money on this game. No, the minus six. I just six. want to watch and enjoy this game. The minus six is tough. Um, uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards uh, Baltimore at home with the minus six because I just think that as far as their offense and defense as as a team right now. And obviously, you know their special teams. John Harbaugh is a great special teams guy. I just think they're, as an entire team, they're they're just better. They're a little more um, complete. Yeah, and I and I could see San Francisco having a little bit of trouble offensively against this this defense. Um, you know, I, it's tough though. It's mm-hmm. tough, but uh, yeah, I'll go Baltimore minus six. Honestly, if I was, if you're an NFL fan, don't bet any money on this game. Just sit back, watch it. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a good, it's a good uh, piece of advice because it's definitely going to be a, a good game to watch. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to it. I just wish that it was a game that, you know, was for everybody to yeah. see. Um, 
but hopefully the NFL learns their lesson from this because this is not a good <laughs> this is not a good thing that they did here. A um, few more few more one o'clock games left. Um, game that nobody, well, no more buys anymore, so everyone's playing. Yep, everybody's playing. Um, Jacksonville is hosting Tampa Bay in a battle of two teams that nobody really cares about. Uh, minus one, Jacksonville is the favorite. What are you talking about? Jameis Winston going for 30 picks. Oh, that's true. That's true. We'll have the, uh, <laughs> the Winston counter. Make sure to put that up on Twitter so everybody knows what we're talking about. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Jacksonville's minus one point favorite, which I think just, yeah, again, says nobody yeah, really cares Vegas, about this game. Vegas says, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you guys pick. Uh, interesting thing here, though. The Buccaneers are riding a nine-game over streak. Well, that's because they give up so many points. Yeah. So they have to throw to get back into the games. Yeah, so maybe the spread isn't isn't what you want to look at here. Uh, maybe it's that over-under, 48-and-a-half, which, I mean, that's that's kind of an interesting... Uh, I think I'm just going to take Tampa Bay. I mean, Jacksonville looks kind of dead in the water. Since Foles comes back, uh, Jacksonville just mm-hmm. hasn't looked good. Uh, Fournette had a big game last week. Uh you know, this is I, to be honest. Um, I think I'm with you on Tampa Bay, even though they're. I mean, you just never know what you're gonna get. <laughs> you just never know. I just think that they have they have more potential. Than, yes, I'll, I'll put it like that. They have more potential offensively. Um, I like their outside weapons. Their defense that. is awful, but it seems like they pick <laughs> and choose when they want to play well. You know, it's just it's just a weird. It's a weird thing. They give up over 30 points per game defensively. Uh, so, yeah, like you said, that's that's why they're on the nine-game over. You know, they put the nine-game over and they show Winston here. And it's like he has a reason. He has a, uh, a role well, in it, but for the wrong reasons. Well, that's the thing. It's And the defense is giving up 30 points a game, but if Winston's turning the ball over four times a game... Yeah, you can't... How can you blame them? Yeah, so... Yeah, I think I'm just going to roll with you on, on Tampa Bay here. Um, but also take a look at that over-under because of that streak. That's something that... Uh, I think the question is more, can Jacksonville score enough points to help you get the... Yeah, that's... Um, I mean, offensively at home, they're they're only averaging 16. Um, you know, but if they hit their averages, you're pretty much right there. You're at 48 for the averages. So, uh, yeah, that's something you don't really want to... Kind of just ignore that nine nine game uh, over streak because that's that's pretty serious. That doesn't happen very often. Um, Giants hosting Green Bay, Green Bay right now. Depending on where you look, uh, you six know, or seven. It's in between. Yeah, we're gonna go with the minus seven for Green Bay. Um, and it looks like right now the Giants at plus seven are. That's where the money's going right now, which. No, that's just because Jersey's gambling's legal, so. That's, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I mean, Green Bay just to me they they they're due for you know that game where their offense just goes off, but I just don't see it really happening because they don't you know you know you look at a lot of these teams that that are are winning a lot of games this year and on the road they're just not very good and Green Bay is one of those teams offensively on the road they're averaging under 260 yards of offense uh, they're only putting up 18 points uh, which that's kind of serious that's that's pretty bad I see I was gonna be on Green Bay here but 
we're from New York, so we know the weather a little bit. Yeah. It's going to be a shitty day. Yeah. It looks like a rain. It might snow. Yeah, rain slash snow mix. And... I mean, to be honest, that... 10 to 15 mile per hour winds constant. That might actually... So I would take the points and the Giants. Yeah, I mean, the, the only argument that I would make against that is that... The Giants that, won't be able to throw the ball either. <laughs> well, that and the fact that, like you we, you kind of mentioned, Green Bay is looking to kind of transition into a more running team, and it's going to force them to do that if that's how it turns out. Um, but I think they're going to sit Belaga this game. Yeah. I'm going to take the points. I wasn't going to, but the weather, that's why I'm taking the Giants. Otherwise, I'd be all over Green Bay, just throwing it all over the field against this Giants secondary. I'm going to I'm gonna go with Green Bay here. Um, they're going to snap. If, mm-hmm. uh, this, to me, this is like... Oh, I think this, Green Bay wins the game. Yeah. Don't, don't I, get no, me wrong. <laughs> yeah, they'll win the game. But the, the thing to me is that they've got to look at this game and say, we got to get the offense going. And this is the team to do it against. They, I know the defense, like... I think the weather yeah. actually covers up the Giants' secondary. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I just think that... Uh, I think this is this is purely like... A, you know, you look at the, the numbers here. Green Bay, they are 3-2 and two against the spread on the road. Um, overall, for the season, they're 7-4. and four. So it's not like they're not covering games. But I just, I just think that... From looking at it from their perspective, I think that they're looking at this game and saying, "We got to get the offense going. So how can we do that?" And uh, the Giants are a good team to to do that against. Uh, we got two more one o'clock games here. Miami's hosting Philadelphia. Uh, right now, Miami's a ten point underdog. So another ten point spread for us. I know that those have been pretty common. Uh, this year, there's always three. I think there's been at least three, like every week oh, so yeah. far. At least two or three. Um, I mean, the thing with the Eagles is the is the injuries. I I don't know how Eagles can be a ten point favorite. <laughs> yeah, um, that's why I'm, I'm gonna take Miami all day. I mean, Miami's probably gonna lose this game, but at least Miami tries the whole game. Yeah, to keep it close. I mean, it says here that. The Eagles have averaged less than 20 points per game in their last six games, uh, going two and four, obviously, over that time. So, uh, yeah, yeah. But even if they put up 30, I think Miami can easily put up yeah. 21 yeah, 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 against yeah. that Eagles yeah. secondary. I mean, Fitzpatrick's just going <laughs> to sling it all over the field. Um, Devontae Parker's come on, and he's got a pretty good connection with Fitzpatrick. Uh, I had Miami last week, and they... Get they didn't do out. it for me, but I mean, they did almost pull it out at the end. And if they, they were able to get, if they were able to get one more garbage time touchdown, <laughs> then that would have that would have that would have been it. So I'm going to go Miami as well. Uh, you know, it's back to back weeks, which it's dangerous. Uh, I didn't think I'd do that this year. And their <laughs> offense at home has been has been rough, uh, and their defense at home has been just terrible. But again, I mean. With how they're playing now, uh, just want to throw the ball. I think that that yeah, they don't, they're they don't gonna, care anymore. Yeah, they're going to be able to throw, kind of throw the ball all over Philly. I think, to be honest, um, and Miami's actually better against the spread than the Eagles are. So there you go. Um, the last one o'clock game here is the uh, Pittsburgh Cleveland game. Pittsburgh's at home right now. Cleveland's a two and a half point favorite. Uh, with the way Cleveland's playing, I actually this is like the first game all year that I actually feel comfortable taking the Browns. 
Um, yeah, I would agree with you. I mean, Devin Hodges is your starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Was just a yeah, guess. Yeah, they made it mm-hmm. official. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know how Pittsburgh is going to put up enough points. I'm, I'm not sure. You know, to look at the I'm, injury report. I mean, this is the revenge game for Pittsburgh with what happened. They played. So yeah, Mar- mm-hmm. pa- Pouncey's out again for this game. Yeah, well, I think the NFL purposely made sure that was yeah, going to happen. Yeah. Um, James Conner, they just said he's downgraded already to doubtful. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster's questionable. Uh, their running back, who just you know <laughs> almost broke a hundred yards, is out indefinitely. So I it just don't. Yeah, I don't see how Pittsburgh is going to be able to put up enough points to keep up with Cleveland, who looks like they're finally getting things going offensively. I still don't think Cleveland's going to make the playoffs, but they're at least making it interesting. I I would probably bank on them making the playoffs. You think they're going to? Yeah, they've got they've got a uh, you know they've got to get some some luck along the they way. They get the Bengals two games. They have the Ravens one, so let's say they go two and one in that. They win this game, they're three and one, and then they have the Cardinals. Is that fifth game? Yeah, uh, there's. I think so there's, there's a chance for them to go four and one here. There's going to be there's going to be some teams at nine and seven. It's just going to come down to tiebreakers. I think that's what it's going to be, and because of how they started mm-hmm. the year off. With well, the teams with the teams that they played they lost that were the good. Titans. Yeah, that's week one. That's that, the thing. Is that the team, week one matchup could be huge. The teams that are in the hunt right now are the same teams that they did not play well against earlier in the year and lost. So it's going to come down to that. And uh, yeah, I mean this this is going to be um, this game. I hope it doesn't get out of hand because <laughs> it's it's embarrass- I don't want this to be another embarrassment. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm on Cleveland here. Uh, minus two and a half, so as as are you. Um, get into the four o'clock games here. There's uh, three of them. I think we kind of touched on them already, but the first one here is Arizona hosting the Rams. Arizona's plus three, or uh, three-point underdog. Um, you know, right off the bat, this game, <laughs> this, game to, uh, this game to me is, you know, the Rams are just such an enigma. And now the question is, are the Rams just going to fold up the rest of the season? Are they really going to try to make a playoff push? You know, because they basically need to win out. They do, and you know, it's not like six seeds, eight and five. Yeah, eight and three. I mean, I'm I'm still going to go with LA here. I think that they're going to come to play. It's a division team, and they. I'm taking the Rams as well. Even though the Cardinals, you look at the Cardinals against the spread, it's pretty good. They are. I mean, I mean the Rams, uh, they're both right there. Uh, Arizona seven three and one. The Rams are seven and four. So even though the Rams haven't played well, they're still covering. Um, you know, and on the road they're four and one. Yeah, both these teams against the spread this year are good. Uh, so, but if you look at the you know the recent history between the two. Um, it's pretty even, actually. That's the thing. The Rams' defense is is actually still really good. It's yeah. I know they got blown out Monday night, but it's the Ravens. If you look at the last <laughs> three matchups between these two teams, Rams are winning by they've they're three and zero, and they're winning by an average score of thirty two to eight. <laughs> so, uh, I think the Rams are going to feel pretty confident coming in. They know they need a win, so I'll take the Rams minus three. Uh, we both do. Uh, next game here. 
425. I'm not sure which game is America's Game of the Week, but I'm assuming that is no this American one. Game. Uh, there, there is no, you know... America's Game of the Week that, is missed out, huh? Yeah. Um, but Unless they moved it up, maybe they'll give uh, Romo and Nance... Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. They might do that, but again, it's not a nationally televised game, which is just annoying. Yeah, we won't uh, get it. Yeah, we'll have to watch Jets and the Giants. But uh, so this is actually a pretty interesting division matchup. Kansas City's hosting the Raiders. Kansas City's a minus ten favorite right now. And Oakland uh, really needs this game now. They do. Yeah, it's uh, the thing is, is that this is not. You know, they did play each other early in the year, so I want to see. Uh, Kansas City beat him pretty handy. That was that was a four touchdown in one quarter game. Besides oh, that's that, right. Casey did. Right. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I'm. I think I'm going to lean Kansas City here just because the way that Oakland plays does not go well against this Kansas City team unless they come out defensively and just are able to shut them down because they just want to run the football. They don't have. They don't have guys that they can take advantage of this defense with. I mean, they got the tight end Waller, but um, you know, I'm not. I thought that he had an injury. It doesn't look like he does. Uh, I just don't. I don't see them putting up enough points to to pull out this one. Are you on the Raiders in this one? Yeah, I'm going to take the Raiders. I think. I just think they're going to pound the ball, try to just chew up the clock. They're going to lose this game, but I think they keep it close enough that. Maybe a late touchdown or a field goal will cover the spread. Yeah. Um, yeah, the thing for me is just I know that they, they do want to run the football. And I know Josh Jacobs had a real good game against KC last yeah. time they played. Um, yeah, the only thing for me is that their defense is that Kansas City can score with, you know, 15 <laughs> seconds. They don't even need that much time. Um, in the last 10, holy crap. <laughs> Nine and one, Kansas City. In the last ten against Oakland, so they just own them seven and three against the spread. You know, this is kind of like a matchup where, the you know, I could see it like it's almost like the the, the Patriots. Like you go to play the Patriots, and you're like, ah, you're 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 already lost mentally because you go in and you know that they just own you no matter where you are. Um, so I could see that kind of playing a role, but I don't know Gruden. You know, he's a good coach. You know, if anybody's going to keep this one close, you know, yeah. I could see I could see them see them pulling it out. But uh, the last four o'clock game here, again, a game I don't really care about at all. Uh, Denver is home to the Chargers. Uh, Chargers are minus three. <clears throat> right. I mean, just looking at it and how I, I, I'm tempted to take Denver at home here <laughs> because they're just so good against the spread. I mean, they're 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 not great, but they're better than the Chargers. <laughs> I mean, Denver's six and five against the spread. The Chargers are three seven and one. Uh, That's because every week you have no idea what you're getting from the Chargers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, at, at home, Denver's three and two. You know, they have the the uh, environment. You know, working for them. Uh, yeah, I mean, Denver just keeps it close, and it's a division game. I know it's only three points, but. I'm kind of looking at Denver here. Yes. Uh, I gotta go the Chargers. I mean, I Philip Rivers got to be a better quarterback than this Allen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just when you look at the history, you would think, 
Like, when was the last time that Denver had a good quarterback? Sean Elway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, obviously. I mean, he, <laughs> he was the first one that comes to mind. But it's kind of like, all right, uh, that's been a few years, and Phillip Rivers still struggles against this team. So, uh, you know, to me, it's more about Phillip Rivers making mistakes and Denver's defense playing well than it is the quarterback play, which is kind of weird to say. But who do you think has him? Let's assume this is Phillip Rivers' last season because honestly, it looks like it. The way he's playing. Yeah. Which do you think is more embarrassing to go out as? Eli Manning riding the bench? Or Philip Rivers just going out there and throwing interceptions and costing his teams the games every week? Well, I would take his season and just sum it up with the picture of him laying face first on the <laughs> ground after he threw that interception. Uh, I know, but he's always yelling ago. at his teammates. Like, it can't be fun to... No, and uh, it gets old pretty quick, especially when you're mm-hmm. playing how he's playing. Yeah, if you're 7-4, and four, go ahead yell at your team if you're in the playoff race and you're the reason why but if it's every drive you're freaking every game winning opportunity you have it's a pick in the end zone and nobody's gonna <laughs> do to him what Evans did to to Winston like <laughs> Keenan Allen's not gonna walk off the field and start screaming at Phillip Rivers which and they should they should cause he does it to them yeah so uh, you know that's uh yeah, what you you uh, yeah, the Chargers? Yeah, okay. I don't know why. <laughs> I have no confidence All in right. that. Page. It's uh, it's a good analysis. But you, I mean, <laughs> yeah, no you analysis. never know. There is no. So yeah. I, if you can tell me what you're going to get out of this Chargers team week to week, no, you yeah, you would you're be amazing. Uh, you'd be a very you're a guru. be a very rich man at this point. <laughs> um, but uh, all right, the Sunday night game here, New England goes on the road to play the Texans. Uh, right now, New England is a three-and-a-half-point favorite, but it looks like a lot of the money's going towards Houston right now. Uh, if you bet New England, you're getting even money, which that doesn't uh, happen very often that you're betting New England to cover and you're getting even money. Um, I don't know. You look at this. It's such a tale of, you know, New England's defense is so good and their offense has been really bad. Just, I'm going to take New England just looking at Look at their last 10 matchups. Yeah. That's I insane. I know. Even their last three. Eight and two against the spread. Last three, three <laughs> and oh, two and one against the spread. So they do own this team. And the, uh, they usually see each other in the playoffs every year. Yeah. Um, that does worry me a little bit that Belichick holds something in his pocket because he knows he might see Houston again. Apparently it hasn't mattered <laughs> uh, because they just destroy the uh, the Texans on a yearly basis. It seems like they play each other every year in the regular season. They do. And then usually, again, in the playoffs. Yeah, and again, I mean, the offense on the road, um, let's take a look at it here. The road offense is actually... Um, well, Tom Brady won't have to deal with the weather in this game, so that's a big factor. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And um, I don't think Houston's going to be able to block for... I do Watson. think that they're having some some O line issues. I mean, they've had O line issues all year, but they've kind of come up. They've more. come back recently. Yeah. Um, you know, defensively, Houston gets the job done. I think they do enough defensively, but yeah, New England's New England's offense actually uh, 
is pretty good on the road for the most part. Um, and obviously their defense is just... Well, that's the thing. I'm yeah. taking that defense to shut down. I mean, that's going to be a nice matchup. Uh, Stefan Gilmore versus DeAndre Hopkins. That'll be a fun yeah, matchup. To that'll, be fun. that'll be good. Um, if anything, I think Houston's going to try to get Will Fuller more involved in this game. Yeah. Um, so yeah, at, at home, I, I mean, you look at all you look at all the numbers here. Everything is pointing New England, which probably means Houston's mm-hmm. going to cover. Um, mm-hmm. But no, the uh, even at, you know at home for Houston, they're one and four on the season against the spread. Uh, Houston has yeah. not been wowing me. Even that no. one against the Colts. No, everything, that's a game they should have blown out the Colts. Everything's pointing New England here, so I'm going to go New England. Um, I would love if it was minus two and a half, and the way that the money's going right now, you it, might, it might actually might move get in that three. direction. Yeah, um, because everybody's looks like mm-hmm. everyone's trending Houston right now. So if it continues like that, maybe they'll jump, they'll bump it down a little bit. So maybe you, this is a game you want to wait a little bit. Um, you know, maybe Friday, Saturday. Uh, it's not the line's definitely not going to go up. I don't think. Um, but the last game here to, to round out week 13. Another good matchup. Yeah, another. these are the two teams uh, at the top of the wild card standings right now. Seattle is at 9-2, and two, Minnesota at 8-3, and three, and right now Seattle is minus three favorite at home um, for the Monday night matchup. This is, uh, there's, there are some good games this week, and this is a good one to finish it out. Um, looking at the... The numbers for the season. These are like the exact same teams. They're like mirror images of each other. Yeah, and so, uh, Seattle. Uh, Seattle plays so well on the road. Looking at the numbers mm-hmm. here, they're six and zero on the road. When's the last time a team went eight zero on the road? Mm-hmm. Not, maybe the Patriots when they went undefeated. Yeah, well, obviously. That, yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> no, that's the last team that sticks out just because they went undefeated. That's the only reason why mm-hmm. I would think that or that I would know that. But uh, that's surprising with the uh, the spreads. Well, no, the 6-0 and away when in the 12th man's always been Seattle's yeah. kind of thing. Well, they don't have that same dominant defense, but, um, yeah, uh, Minnesota 3-3 three and three away against the spread, and Seattle's 1-4 and four at home. So, you know, the way Russell Wilson's playing right now, I'm kind of, I think I'm going to lean Minnesota here. Uh, coming off, they're coming off a bye week. Um... Seattle is making the cross-country trek back to Seattle. Yeah, the only thing But they thing get is, the extra day rest. The thing is, too, is Kirk Cousins in the primetime games, he's been so bad. That does scare me a little bit. Why, why, <laughs> why do they have to, got to do this to us? Um, I, don't, I don't know. My, my initial thought was Minnesota. These teams are, yeah, like you said, these teams are kind of... Mirror images. If you look at the stats, they're almost identical. Mmm. Yeah. Ah, man. This is another game where you just just want to sit back and watch it. I'm not going to put any money on it, but... I mean, Seattle minus three tells you that they're even on neutral field. I don't know. What are you thinking? I think I'm going to take Minnesota. Minnesota. Buck the Kirk Cousins trend. I picked Minnesota to win the North Division, so they definitely need this win. Yeah, if you want to go kind of have that, uh, you know, that uh, parallel going. But, mm, 
Yeah, uh, I'm gonna. I'll go with Seattle. I'm gonna go the home team. I was uh, like I said, I was leaning Minnesota, but now that Kirk Cousins is a bug in my head. <laughs> uh, I do like Minnesota's defense a little bit more than Seattle's defense. Yeah, that's... Seattle's defense has not been great. I don't know if Clowney's playing this week. Uh, take a look at the injury report. Looks like Adam Thielen's questionable. Harrison Smith, because he left last game, he's questionable. They do get the extra day. No, uh, that's Minnesota. So they get the extra week, so that's coming off a of bye. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, so I would say yeah. more than likely both those guys are yeah. probably playing. Yeah, right now they're questionable, but as the week goes on, obviously that news will come out. Um, Seattle, Clowney's questionable right now. He didn't play last week, so... I don't know. I could, I, yeah, I mean, I could just see Russell Wilson. Uh, it comes down to Russell Wilson versus Kirk Cousins for me. And I, I trust, I will agree. Uh, I trust Russell, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is definitely the better pick there. But I like Dalvin Cook over yeah. anyone in Seattle's backfield. Yeah, just because they're so evenly matched. And Seattle, I think, gives up some rushing yards. I don't know. What's the exact stats? Um, yeah, at, at, at home, they give up an even 100. Um, you know, and... Uh, Minnesota, they do what they what they want to do on the road, rushing wise. They rush for one forty four, so that's going to be their game plan. They're not. They don't want to put their game in Kirk no. Cousins' hands. I'll tell you that right <laughs> now. Um, but the problem is, if it is in Kirk Cousins' hands, that might be where <laughs> you know the bet turns out in uh, Seattle's favor. But uh, yeah, this is just going to be a good game to watch. I'm going to be tuned in Monday night. With the game on mute, of course. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, some good games this week. So let's get to our locks and, uh, we'll, we'll finish up with some, just a, some reminders about where we're going this week, uh, what we got coming up. So, uh, I went, I'll let you, why don't you, you go first? Okay. Um, I think I'm going to take the Jets. Okay. The minus four. I'm going to pick against Andy Dalton and those shitty Cleveland. Right. No, no, Cincinnati Bengals, whatever, <laughs> whatever that name is. Um, yeah, you can't really go wrong with that. That's a pretty, pretty safe pick. Um, uh, for my first one, and there, there are, there are some tough. There aren't any games that you look at and you say, like last week we looked at Seattle and we were like, oh, this. That line just yeah, stood out. You're like, well, what's going on here? Yeah. Um, and I don't know that was too many of them, but trying to get cute. Yeah, yeah, it probably was. I think I'm for the first time all year. I think I'm gonna might not be the first time all year, but first time I've been looking at them. I think I'm gonna take Cleveland at minus two and a half uh, for my first lock. And then uh, I think I'll jump on the Rams. They can't be this bad that they can't cover three points spread. Is that the that's the rationale. Yeah, they, they can't be this bad. <laughs> no, I like that defense a lot going against Arizona. I think Murray's going to make some mistakes. Yeah, I mean, I think just to your point, I think uh, I think Aaron Donald is going to want to yeah. rip somebody's head off this game. Um, so, so you definitely could see that I defense mean, step up. Well, Jalen Ramsey's going to shut down someone. Well, I don't yeah. know who their top receiver is. I guess Christian Kirk. Yeah, yeah, he's, they're not going to put him on Fitzgerald. It's um, just a waste. I mean, yeah. I don't see Fitzgerald. So that's a shutdown right there. Yeah. Um, I like the Rams offense. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, with the next one, our second lock here, I think I'm going to go KC minus 10. It's a big spread. Um, but just looking at the games, this was uh, this this was 
one of those games where I looked at and said uh, I could definitely I could definitely see Kansas City going off in this one, um, putting up some points, and with the way the Raiders, you know, looked against the Jets, I know you could chalk it up to you know <laughs> the fact that they traveled all the way across the country, but um, yeah, I just like Kansas City a lot more in this one. So let's go to our head-to-head. Um, you want to pick this one or sure? But what do you want to want? You want to do the Monday night game or? The Baltimore-San Francisco game. Uh, I'll let you pick between those two. Okay, so you're going to give me the choice here. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, there's something to having it as uh, kind of the Monday night game where you go into that last game when, you know, if you're both 2-0, and then, then you know something's got to give. But that Baltimore game, um, uh, see, the, the problem is that we, we won't, get we to won't be much. able to watch it. So, um <laughs> We might have to buy the NFL Sunday. Yeah, that, well, this is going to be something they're going to say. This is going to be in their advertising. They're going to say, you could have watched this game if you had the Sunday <laughs> ticket. Just so backwards. Um, yeah, let's. I think Baltimore, see, I think Baltimore, uh, San Fran is the game of the year. So let's let's go with that. Uh, I'm Baltimore minus six. You're San Fran plus six. Plus six. All, All right, so, I'll give a quick recap. Yep. Max, you're on Cleveland minus two and a half. KC minus 10. And Baltimore minus six. All favorites you've taken this week. All favorites? Yeah. Uh, contrary to... <laughs> the previous uh, week where you were on a lot of dogs. On, on a lot of dogs last week. But uh, overall, you know, like we said last... Uh, like we said earlier, the uh, the picks last week, you know, we're, we're starting to heat up a little bit. Um, so, so definitely mm-hmm. uh, take a listen and let us know what you think. Um, the locks for sure have been better of late. Uh my first perfect week, I think. Yeah, I first perfect so, week in your season. So let's keep it rolling. Uh, and then I'm going to take uh, the Jets minus four, the Rams minus three, and San Fran plus six. All right, so there it is. Locks, two, uh, two different ones, and then the head-to-head to, to round it out. Um, yeah, let's let's uh, let's keep it rolling. Keep uh, the good times coming, and and continue to square up those sharps. So, um, just a couple things real quick before we sign off. Uh, like we had mentioned uh, when it when we first opened up here, we're gonna have Michael Vale on. He's the uh, college football guru for the link. Um, we had him on a couple weeks ago, and you know we've talked about it a couple of times since then. The information that he was giving out it was just great and stuff that. I had never thought of. I don't know if you had, but uh, the aggressive of the coach factor. I mean, yeah, it's just a big week. It's Michigan, Ohio State, obviously. It's usually everyone's last game of the season. Yeah, there there are definitely some good games uh, that that are on the slate, and that's that's why he he wanted to come on and talk about it because there's a lot of good stuff going on. So we're gonna have him on. Uh, we're gonna record with him tomorrow, so we'll we'll have it up. Uh, you know, Thanksgiving Eve. Um, for you guys to take a listen to that road trip to grandma's house you can listen yeah. away <laughs> yeah yeah. so you don't have to listen to your family you can just gamble on yeah exactly yeah just as, as degenerate as can be um, <laughs> but yeah so so make sure to keep an eye out for that um, some good stuff coming on with that and uh, we are presented by the link uh, we'll give them a final plug here uh, linksports.com l-y-n-q sports.com make sure to check it out uh Every NFL game is previewed. Uh, every pick is given with some analysis, so make sure to check that out. Um, some college football, you know, every everything, NBA, 
just everything that you can think of is on there. Um, some opinion pieces, and as Trent mentioned, uh, coming out with a new a new uh, segment, I guess you want to call it. Um, brunch bets and the boys coming yeah, up, coming up soon. yeah so so look for some information coming out on that that's going to be on the website as well as he mentioned um so keep an eye out that should be a, that should be a fun time i'm looking forward to that um so that's our show for you uh week 13 is upon us and uh coming up on the the quarter mark of the season uh the last quarter of the season so it's coming gone quickly um but we're glad that, that we've been able to uh, enjoy it up to this point with you. So uh, that's week 13. And here's, here's to squaring up the sharp.